Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number four. As a former classroom teacher, now homeschooling mom of five, I love to equip and encourage other homeschool families. So stick around to learn how to homeschool with Moxie. It's about embracing your journey and finding your groove. Welcome to episode number four, Homeschool Reading Strategies. Show notes for today's episode are at 41more.com forward slash four. This episode is brought to you by my free course, Homeschooling 101. Do you have what it takes to homeschool? Homeschooling 101 is a course in self-discovery for parents who are interested in the homeschooling option, but just need some insider information to help bring clarity to the decision-making process. It's like a bird's eye view of homeschooling before you jump in. Find out more at 41more.com forward slash homeschooling 101. So let's jump into today's topic, which is homeschool reading strategies. We've been homeschooling for over a decade now, and for most of that time, I hate to say, a reading was a real struggle for our family. I guess I felt like I had to get graded reading curriculum, and they always come with these books that are for a certain grade level, but the stories are not actually always that interesting. And then the kids just feel like it's a boring subject. There's worksheets to fill out, and we've got to do comprehension quizzes, and it just isn't fun. They just wanted to get through reading so they could check it off and be done school. They didn't actually like reading for pleasure. And this was when the kids were younger too. We, I did read aloud to them, especially before they went to bed at night. Having four boys all in the same room made it really easy to have read alouds right before bed. So we did do some excellent literature in those days. We did um, through the Narnia series and Little House on the Prairie and things like that. But as far as independent reading, I wouldn't call my kids back in those days like readers. They didn't actually love it. And that just made me so sad. That's not how I had imagined homeschooling at all. I guess in this um, perfect picture in my head, my kids were going to be awesome at everything. They were going to love it all and just bask in this learning environment I created for them. But it just didn't, it just wasn't happening that way. And maybe you can relate. Maybe, maybe if you have several kids, you might have one kid or two kids that loves to read naturally. Some of the others just look at it as a subject to slog through. Well, several years ago, I came across um, an awesome book called The Book Whisperer. It's written by a classroom teacher, Donalyn Miller. But the more I read it, once I read through that book, I thought, you know, it applies to homeschool actually more than a public school because we can totally control our what our kids are doing each day as far as their academics and their free time and all these things. So today I want to break down for you some of the gems I found in that book, The Book Whisperer. And talk to you about strategies that you can implement right into your homeschool to help your kids. Even if your kids love to read, or if they resist reading, or if they're kind of like so-so about it. Kids are going to fall into one of those categories. But these strategies are going to be awesome for any of your kids, no matter how, how they look at reading. 
And the premise of the book Whisperer was simple. Donalyn Miller said, every child can read. We just need to foster their love of reading. And this is terrific because isn't this our goal with homeschooling is to foster a love of learning and reading and being curious and and investigating. But if every child can read, doesn't it make you ask the question, well, why doesn't every child just read in their free time? Why does every, almost every kid complain about reading assignments? And Donalyn Miller, who I said is a classroom teacher in a public school, she said the problem lies in the traditional classroom model. And sometimes we default to that model in homeschooling. And in a previous episode, I talked about ways you might be working harder than you need to in your homeschool. And and some of these ways are trying to recreate a public school environment in your homeschool. Not everything the public school does is really ideal. And and we have an awesome opportunity to change things up and do what works. And really, a traditional classroom model with reading assignments is actually terrible. And Donalyn Miller, who is a reading teacher in a public school, admits this in her book. And so I think we have a lot of hope as homeschoolers. We can turn this around and we can do what's best. We don't have to do what's expected in a classroom. So if you attended traditional school for any part of your education, you probably already know why there is a great problem with the traditional model. Because the whole class reads the same novel at a slow pace, and then the kids have to write a book report, and then they fill out comprehension worksheets. I mean, is this real life? Would you like to be tested after enjoying your favorite TV show or reading a book that you just wanted to read because you loved the topic? Would you want to be quizzed on it? No, then why do we treat reading like a chore or a subject to slog through? Really, the goal needs to be raising lifelong learners and readers and not to complete the reading curriculum. The curriculum, we always need to remember this as homeschoolers, the curriculum is not our master, it's our slave. If it's working for you, fine. If it's not working for you, you do not have to keep it. And I found in my homeschooling that the reading curriculum was not working, it was so boring, No one wanted to read the stories, but we felt like we had to complete it because we spent all this money on it. But it's not true, and the reading curriculum should serve you. And honestly, and which I'll tell you a little later how we do reading these days, you almost don't need a reading curriculum. It really is that simple. So how do we reach this goal of raising lifelong readers? And Donalyn Miller, in her book, The Book Whisperer, she said most of it boils down to mindset. Don't we know that? Don't, haven't you met a kid, and maybe you have one in your household, who thinks he's not a reader? So he identifies himself as, I'm not a reader. And so he lives out that identification. And then you've met other kids who they are, they're like, yeah, I'm a reader. And I mean, they're reading all the time. They don't care what their friends think. They're reading all the time. So a lot of it is identity. And what kind of identity are we setting up regarding reading in our homeschool. Um, she, Donna Miller mentioned that, here's a quote from her book on page 23. She said, I must believe that my students are readers or will be readers so that they can believe it. The idea that they can't read or don't like to read is not on the table. And I think this is awesome because as homeschool moms, we can take that, that, that possibility of not reading or don't like to read, we take that right off the table. And we can... We can talk to our kids in language that lets them know, you are a reader. Let's find what you like to read. Let's get reading. Let's read as a family. So let's talk about three strategies today. How do we put this into practice? What, are, what do you do when your kids don't even necessarily like to read? Is there hope for them? Yes, there is. 
Before we get to the specific strategies, let's quickly talk about the three types of readers that Donalyn Miller talks about in the book Whisperer. See if these kinds of readers live in your house. First, there are struggling readers or what we might call developing readers. She says that these are the kids that don't feel successful. And you know how you don't feel successful at something so you don't try the next time and the next time you don't read as much, you don't read as much. And all of a sudden, because you don't feel successful and you don't practice something, you become weaker at it. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So the solution to this that Donalyn Miller says is a heavy dose of independent reading and giving them reading strategies. But a heavy dose of independent reading is going to help these kids. The second category of kids is on the other side of the spectrum is the underground reader or the advanced reader. Now, these are the kids that are bored if they go to public school, if they're in a whole class novel unit and the teacher's drawing it out and just, they they just want to read the book. They love to read. They want to read the book, but they're so bored at the reading instruction. They love to read what they want to read. And sometimes these kids are far ahead what a grade-level classroom setting can provide. So can't you see that this group really, homeschool is an awesome fit. It's an awesome fit for every group. But especially this group, they can get so frustrated because they're way ahead. But they find reading boring in school because of the way it's presented. So you have your struggling readers and you have your advanced readers. But then you have your third group, which is the reluctant readers or maybe... Donalyn Miller's right. We should refer to them as dormant readers because they're there. We just have to nurture them. And these are the kids that actually know how to read well, and they're probably reading at grade level, but they're so unmotivated. They just do the reading assignment because they want to check off the, the list. They don't love to read in their free time. And is there hope for them? Well, Donalyn Miller said, and I quote from her on page 28 of the book Whisperer. She said, I believe that all dormant readers have a reader inside themselves somewhere. They simply need the right conditions in order to let that reader loose. The same conditions that developing readers need. Hours and hours of time spent reading, the freedom to make their own reading choices, and a classroom environment that values independent reading. Doesn't it sound like this environment is exactly what homeschooling can provide? Definitely. So let's talk about those strategies now. How can we take children who don't love to read necessarily or who don't see themselves as readers and how can we help them uh, grow in their lifelong love of reading? Well, don't forget that children love stories. Why else do they love TV shows, movies, video games, their favorite book? They love that story arc. They love falling into an unknown world and living through the characters. I mean, this is natural. This is magical for us. But when children have not been given a chance to find these kind of experiences in the books they read, they actually are missing out. They don't realize how, how magical reading can be. So this is where Donalyn Miller gives us some really practical and actually really easy advice, but we just have to implement it. So here we go. Here are the three strategies that the book whisperer says to take to, to have your kids be able to grow in their love of reading and their ability to read. And let me just make a little side note. When we started implementing Donalyn Miller's philosophy of reading. It totally revolutionized our homeschool. At that time, I would say at least one of my children was not reading at grade level, and it was a big struggle. And when we just poured in tons of independent reading time and didn't worry about a curriculum anymore, we didn't worry about the worksheets. We were just going for, hey, let's sit and read for an hour or two today. Like, what do you want to read? Let's do it. Even my struggling reader 
advanced, not because I gave him reading instruction and not because I, I taught him something like he just needed to do this skill. And the more you read, the better you get. Some of my other kids, they are, they were way above grade level from the beginning, not because of me, not because they're like super bright kids. It's actually just because they read a lot. And so I just want to say, I wish I would have known to do this way at the beginning of our homeschooling. It would have saved us so many tears and frustrating years and a lot of money too on um, reading curriculum that honestly did not help us at all. So I re- we've used this. This is what I want to tell you. We've used this st- these strategies and it's done wonders in our homeschool. So I really, every time I meet a young mom who's starting out and making choices about reading curriculum, I really advise her to go for this Go for this philosophy and and here's what to do. You ready? Strategy number one is to encourage individual choice in choosing reading materials. You want your kids to look at reading as an enjoyable pursuit, not just a task. You don't want them to read the stories out of duty. And sometimes when we get reading curriculum, the stories are not well written. They're not well written like, like great literature that has these stories that have lasted and stood the test of time. You want them to be able to decide. Your kids need to figure out what genre they love to read from. Is every kid going to love historical fiction? No. Is every kid going to love fantasy? No. Like, it's okay. That's what, as adults, you don't expect an adult to read every kind of literature. I mean, you just want an adult that's reading. Well, if, if you love to read biographies, go for it. You know, like, let your kids learn what they love to read, and then they're going to do it because they love it. So, Encourage individual choice. Does this mean you can never require a certain book? No, it doesn't. But I honestly would rather have my fifth fifth grader reading a gazillion books that he chooses, whether they be about cats or about, you know, whatever. These he reads all these series on his level. I think Warrior Cats are some of them, and um, all these different fantasy books. You know what? That's not classic literature that's been around for a hundred years, but do I care? No, they're great stories. They're captivating him. He reads tons and his vocabulary, his spelling, his reading comprehension are all excellent. So here's strategy number two, lots of independent reading. The amazing thing about homeschool is that we have loads of time. We have the flexibility and the freedom to allow our kids independent reading time. Donalyn Miller lays out a summary of ideal conditions for learning. Now, don't forget, she's a public school teacher. And as I read through her list, I was so happy to see that most of these are easily accomplished in a homeschool setting. See what you think. Here is what Donalyn Miller says is ideal conditions for learning, okay? She said, you need to have conversations about the books you're reading, access to book, encouragement, a wide variety of materials, letting your kids know what you expect of them. Um, Will they read daily, that they're going to read lots of books? Um, Let them choose their own books. They need lots of time to practice reading. Allow students to read at their own level, even if it differs from the grade level, and discuss with your kids what they're reading. Does this sound like a normal homeschool day? It sure does. But you can imagine in her perspective with 30 kids in a classroom, how are you going to be able to get this opportunity for every child? How are you going to let them help them find books they love? And it's very um, time intensive for her to try to work one-on-one with the kids in her public school classroom, which she actually tries to do to her credit. But as a homeschool parent, 
it's even, oh, it's so much easier for us to implement that. And I, and I also really love this, this one point I already mentioned. She said, allow students to read at their level, even if it differs from their grade level. Here's where it's so key. If your child is fourth grade, but they're struggling at that fourth grade reading level and you buy a homeschool curriculum for fourth grade, it's just going to be a struggle. They're not, then they're going to feel defeated. Then in their mind, they're going to say, I'm not a reader and they're not going to read and they're going to get weaker and weaker at reading rather than letting them read at the level they're at. Maybe they're at a second grade level. Well, if you're not in a classroom with kids who are going to bully you about not being able to read a grade level, your, set, your fourth grade homeschool student does not need to know he's reading at a second grade level. You can just give him awesome books at a lower level and help him gain that confidence and that love of reading. And before you know it, he's going to be at grade level because he's going to read more because he, he does it well now and he has successes and he sees himself as a reader. You see how it's all, it is in the mindset a lot because something you don't do well at, you naturally want to avoid. And the more kids avoid reading, the weaker they get at it. When they actually just need to practice this skill, lots of independent reading is going to take kid, a kid that is, that is not a good reader or thinks he's not, and it's going to be able to transform that child. So homeschooling, oh, I'm so excited how many problems in the public school can be solved by the homeschooling model. It's really just tutoring. It's really one-on-one. It's meeting kids where they are. So this is amazing to me. And you know what? Reading needs to be free from anxiety. And if you're in a public school classroom and you're being challenged that you're not where you should be, there's a lot of anxiety there. But with homeschooling, we don't need that. We just meet our kids where they are, give them lots of independent reading, and their, their grade level is naturally going to improve with their reading. Um, the Book Whisperer says on page 36, is reading weighted down with so many requirements for performance that reading is connected in the students' minds with an obstacle course of work and therefore with stress? So honestly, we have not done book reports since I read Donalyn Miller's book. And I decided it's better to have conversations, natural conversations with the kids about the books they're reading. Isn't that what you do as an adult? Do you write a book report um, to share the book you read with your husband? No, you have conversations and you talk about it and you talk about what impressed you or what you thought about the character or how it reminded you of something in your life. So we use natural ways to figure out if we're reading. If my children don't want to turn the lights out at bedtime because they are so engrossed in reading the next chapter, I don't need a reading comprehension quiz. I know that they are reading and they're enjoying it. You can just naturally tell. So we don't even do book reports anymore because I don't want my children to think of reading as an assignment. I want them to love it so that when they're adults, they continue reading. Did you know that in a poll in 2016, it was found out that one in four adults in America do not read books? Like for the last 12 months, one in four adults did not read any books. And the average number of books read per adult is four in a whole year. That is not a very high number if you think about it. And it's kind of sad. So this leads us to strategy number three. You know, once you give your kids lots of independent reading and give them individual choice in what they're reading, which is what you'd want yourself as an adult, right? You'd want to have the choice of what you read and, and enjoy reading. Well, number three is to model reading books as the parent. 
I know we're busy. I know we have a lot on our plates, but it's super important as a homeschool mom to be reading where your kids can see that it's, it's not just a school assignment. It's actually part of life. Get lost in a good book. Give yourself the freedom and the time to do this. Your kids really will notice. You could also use read-alouds with the whole family to, to introduce new authors to them. You know, think about what kind of role model you are in the reading department. I have some downloads for you in the show notes today with 30 top books for homeschool moms and then another 25 books that every homeschool mom should read. So make sure you check those out. There'll be printouts for you that you can grab for those at the show notes at 41more.com forward slash four. So if you're feeling discouraged because your kids don't love to read, why don't you try these three strategies and watch the inner reader emerge? But realize it might not happen overnight. It did take us a full school year to really feel like we were loving reading again. And I'm going to link to resources regarding this topic. I'll link to Donalyn Miller's book, The Book Whisperer. She also has a second book I'll link to. Just know that every child is a reader, and it's your job as the homeschool mom to clear the way for that inner reader to shine. So what do you think? Join the conversation over at 41more.com forward slash four. Grab a colorful free reading list I made for your child. You can record the titles of 40 books they will read this next year. Say what? Is 40 books realistic? Sound might sound kind of high if if they're used to reading two a year. But once they find the magic in books, it's actually hard to stop them. So expect your child to be a reader and they just might surprise you. You can download that free printable with the amounts from each genre sh- uh, suggested by the book whisperer. She, this is actually from Donalyn Miller. These are the 40 books in the different categories and genres that she tells her kids in her classroom to read. And I put it on, a, on an easy printable for you to use in your homeschool. So you can find this, show notes, and much, much more over at 41more.com forward slash four. So thanks for joining me today on the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. This episode has been brought to you by my free homeschool course, Homeschooling 101. It, find out the essential questions to ask before starting the homeschool adventure. You can find it at 41more.com forward slash homeschooling 101. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Happy homeschooling.